0: oh shit <laughs> i think we are back again oh my god what a break <laughs> welcome back y'all i know it's been a minute it's been a while the whole summer in <laughs> i'm sorry please forgive me your girl needed a long break <laughs> welcome to the anything about everything podcast. I am your host, Miss Jet. Okay, Jetty uh, from around the way. Uh let me see. AKA the juice box. Do I even remember my AKAs? I don't think I do. It's been it's been that long. Listen, um welcome back to episode 24. Um thank you if you're hearing this. Thank you. Really, this is just me getting back into it. I know I took a long break and it was definitely needed. Um, we're going to get into it, but first, you know, um, let's talk, uh, let's, let's have a quick moment of silence for all of the rappers that have lost their lives during this, uh, during the summer. And, um, you know, most recently the rapper from LA, um, who was killed in his driveway in Inglewood. Like, I, I don't even know what to say. His name was, um, Slim 400. Um, I think he was associated with um y g if i'm not if I'm not mistaken um it's really sad I don't even know what's happening right now with uh the rap situation. It's like being a rapper is somehow more dangerous than being a drug dealer an actual like and, uh, you know being an artist is somehow more dangerous than than being a person who is in the life of crime right now. I don't understand how that's happening. But it is. Um, LA is a, is boiling over. Um, we're going to get into that a little bit uh, more in the show. But I just want to have a brief moment of silence for rapper Slim 400 and Young Dolph, who, um, who was also killed a couple weeks back. So, moment of silence. Shout out to all the black business owners. Shout out to the content creators. Listen, um, it's. It's been a minute since I've created any content. I've kind of been, um, uh, t- I, needed a, I needed a break. I needed a hiatus. I was stressed. I was overworked. I was um, not feeling myself or not even, not even just not feeling myself, but not feeling very creative and due to, um, you know, low energy, um, low motivation, low inspiration. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. And I, so I promised I would come back because this was just, too, this is just too much fun. It just is. Um, so yeah, no, we're back. <laughs> so uh, make sure to follow us on IG at everything, uh, anything about everything pod. See, I can't even talk. Anything about everything pod. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook um, at anything about everything pod. Uh, so let's get into it. You know, we ain't changed up too much around here, Okay. We still, you know, we still doing some things. We still have the drink of the pod, that's for sure. <laughs> the drink of the pod today. I mean, it, it only made sense to go back to Old Faithful for the drink of the pod, which is um, Andre and Simply Peach. If you know, um, if you listen to this show at all, if you know me in real life, or if you've seen any of my um, Instagram con- Instagram content, you would know that this is like a go to drink for me. It's it's mimosa, but better. <laughs> So mimosa is kind of basic. We've elevated, okay? To level up from the mimosa, um, I've heard it's called, uh, referred to as a a Bellini. A Bellini, excuse me. Um, yeah, that's where we're at here in life. We're we're trying to elevate, darling. Okay. <laughs> so we are moving right along into the songs of the pod. Now the songs of the pod is kind of, is going to be kind of uh, short this week. I know I used to hit y'all with about four five of them, but. Um, I think because you know this is the first show back, I'm gonna keep it light. You know what I mean? Cause your girl is rusty, <laughs> very rusty. I can feel, I can feel it. Like just even in talking to y'all, I can just feel the rust coming off my voice. It's terrible, right? Um, so, with that being said, we're gonna move right along into the songs of the pod. The first song that I came across, this is hot off the press. Okay, this just came out Tuesday. Not Tuesday, Friday. Okay. December tenth, twenty twenty one, Tory Lanes, okay, from his Alone at Prom EP. I guess it's, uh, well, I guess you can call this an album. It's it's about ten songs long. Let me see how long how long this album is. Um, no, it's eleven. Okay, so we'll give it a, we'll give it the title of an album. All right, so um, but this is song number one off the album, and it is fire. So he said he wanted to do a project that was. Um, uh, 80s themed. And let me tell you, my boy nailed it. Okay, absolutely nailed it. Now, I'm an 80s baby. So, I, <laughs> I was there for the real. <laughs> These drums right here, though, on this song. I'm just saying. He did it. 80s all day. You could almost smells like cocaine. <laughs> I mean, Is 80s all day, and if you if you know 80s, you know the song I'm talking about, the exact song. It was on Deadpool. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, so, anyway, shout out to Tori Lane's for for dropping that one. Um, that was Enchanted Waterfall by Tori Lane's. Um, go check out that that album. It's uh, it's actually pretty dope. So the next song of the pod is gonna be the last song of the pod. We ain't having no possibles. You know what I'm saying? We are just gonna we're just gonna keep it light and get through this first this uh, first episode back because we're rusty and i i'm sure you can hear the rest and I, I do apologize i'm gonna get some wd40 on it don't worry about it all right so um the next song is uh so real by iman amari um really 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 digging this song i mean he's got a different vibe to him well a uh, I think that's how you say it. Uh, featuring Quelle, Chris. Listen, men, men, are you out there? Are you listening? Listen, you've got to get into these lyrics. Okay. And I don't care if you have to write them down, memorize them, say them to your girl. If you love your woman and you know, she is indeed keeping it so real with you and you're keeping it so real with her, let her know. Like we, we need to hear that. Like sometimes we need to hear, Hey babe, you look good today. Like, damn, you killing them? <laughs> like, ooh, <laughs> your concealer is hitting different today. Okay, sometimes we need to hear that. We need to hear that um, positive reinforcement. You know what I'm saying? Um, that validation. We want to know that we still fly for our men. You know, years later. You know, after. Um, you know, after we done. Put on a few pounds, and you know maybe drop some kids, and you know taking care of the dog and the house and all that stuff, and going to work every day. We ain't out here thotting and trotting anymore. We out here with the blazer on, okay, and 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 a shoe, a high heel shoe, uh, a pump, not not a sandal, but a pump, okay. When you hit, when you hit the office, you're killing them with your red bottoms, okay. You want to know that your red bottoms still work on your man. Um, so men, please, for me. Uh, and, and women because you know uh, any anybody who's in a relationship, you know, you gotta put life into your partner. let them know I'm proud of you. I see you, you know what I'm saying like that that that's something that uh, that needs to be done because let me tell you this this world is cruel enough. Don't be cruel to each other in your relationship or you're gonna find yourself single. <laughs> okay, and maybe that's what you need. I don't know, but you know, I'm just saying be you know the, the world is cruel enough. so be kind to your partners. all right. So, moving on to shit from the shade room. Listen, I mean, there's been a few things that have been happening out here in these streets. Uh, Oh, goodness, this week. um, I know that uh, Kanye West and Drake did a benefit concert for Larry Hoover. Um, It didn't feel very benefit-ish to me. (laughs) Like, um, it felt... Uh, I mean, because usually at a benefit, they usually say, hey, listen, we are raising this money for, you know, cancer research or whatever. I think they said his name maybe one time during during the whole show. Um, It really felt like Kanye West and like Drake said, you know, I guess I can clear my schedule and, you know, make it a night. (laughs) Like if I if I need to. I mean, if you really want me there, I guess, you know, that's what it really felt like. Um, It was still nice. I mean, you know, Kanye did the hits. He you know, he did. Uh, a few things he, he definitely was trying to get his, uh, his woman back. Oh, and and this is another thing, men, you have to listen. I I know it feels like I'm picking on men right now, but I'm not, I'm trying to help y'all out. So Kanye, Kim has always said that Kanye was great with the grand gestures, right? Um, and that's, and that's well and dandy. That's all well and dandy. And, and, and shout out to Kim. She's also another Libra like myself. Um, great with the grand gestures. Here's the thing though. shes She has said repeatedly, it's the little things that you know really um, you know that really touch me that I, that, that's miss, that is missing within the relationship. It's the little things. It's not just the grand gestures. like okay gr- gr- you, you bought me a 15 million dollar diamond. Fantastic. Do you pour into me mentally and emotionally? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you tell me you're proud of me? Do you do you build me up? You know what I'm saying? Like, Libra uh, is a very, and, and not to get too woo-woo here, but, um, you know, most women, and, and, and many Libras are, especially Libra women, we are very cerebral people, and we need our partners to build help build us up mentally because when you do that, we feel like we are just ugh, fearless Um, the level of strength intensifies. We are, we are great partners and we are even better in partnership. Okay. I've said many times that my partners can make me feel like I can either bust through a brick wall or they can make me feel as small as dirt. And that's just me being as, as real as, as real as I can be. And so if she has said repeatedly, listen, your grand gestures are nice, but, you know, can we relate to each other? Like, it's the, it's the small things. It's the little things. Do you support me in the times that I need to be supported? Um, you know, do, do you just hold me when I'm not, you know, feeling my best? You know what I mean? Do you, do you see when I'm not feeling well emotionally? Are you there for me? You know what I mean? So, and maybe that's me putting a little extra sauce on it, but I'm just saying, like, she been said this. <laughs> so his little, you know, Kimberly, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. I, uh, I, I feel like she might be done. Like, if she said, listen, you're worth $9 billion and I can walk away from you and go get with Pete, of all people, um, she might be done. It takes a lot for for women especially to be done. But, you know, when we are done, usually we're done. But, you know, prayers, uh, thoughts and prayers and and love and light to to everybody in that situation. Because I know, uh, you know, Kanye must really want her back. And I don't know if she wants the same. And that's sad. You know, it's very sad to see a family um, torn apart. So, uh, Drake just looked like he was just having fun and and, and listening to the radio. (laughs) Like, i mean if if he had been in a car it would have been like yeah what's that little that little show where it's like a car front seat karaoke some shit like that yo that's that's what drake was looking like i mean and and all y'all saying that um we have an answer to the verses you're you're idiots no we don't okay um drake didn't pull out of his bag at all at all he didn't he didn't pull out no none of the i mean he didn't even pull out anything from young money days like are you kidding like first last name ever first one greatest like are you serious like are you serious like he didn't pull out none of the 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 songs that put him on the map he didn't pull out any of those joints i mean he did he did some things from certified lover boy And then uh, a couple of Lucys, but he didn't really get into his bag. So if y'all don't stop it with this, we have an answer to the verses. We don't. (laughs) Let me just say we don't. It's not an answer. If anything, the the question is still on the table. Um, and I, I I know a lot of people think that uh, Kanye would just wash Drake. He's not. It it wouldn't be just an easy wash, bro. Like, it, it like sequencing would matter. Who? Goes last would matter um the venue the location would matter we saw that with bone thugs and three six which la i don't know i don't know what was going on like i mean we're all y'all high and just staring off into the abyss like jesus christ like i really wish they would have had that um that versus bone thugs and harmony and three six somewhere else like Maybe not necessarily Memphis. They could have had it like maybe in Texas somewhere, Houston, um, maybe even Florida, I don't know. But somewhere where they understand what the fuck is going on with when Who Run It comes on. Like, you can't like I don't even understand how this didn't this didn't hit the way it should have. Um and this was song one. Like this was this was song one. And um and it wasn't, who it? and nobody moved. Who nobody moved. Sam, I'm who ready to flip my damn table over. What are you talking about? I was, my, I, I was in my, I was in my room, run room run losing it? it. Like my husband was looking at me? me like I'm crazy. Who like what are you talking who about? Who run it? You better run. run, <laughs> <Who> run <laughs> you better, you better yeah, get yeah, out you the way. Are you kidding me? And the crowd moved, not a narrow muscle. What? Get out of here! Oh my god, like, we should have, we should have known, we should have known that 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 this was gonna be a strange versus when they came on song one with who run it and the crowd stayed in place. Let me tell you something. I was outside when this was when this when this was the one. Okay. You didn't want to be in the wrong club when this was the wrong because you might have gotten shot. But if you were on the dance floor when this when this came on fam, you had to, you had to move accordingly. Okay. You had, to, I'm just, I'm just saying some elbows was getting thrown. Your calf muscles was getting a workout. What did, and these things just stood there like, yeah, <laughs> like what, what is happening? Like, oh my God. Listen, Swiss, if anybody hears this, like, please put like, put some thought into where you're going to have these uh, verses take place. Because L.A. was just not the place. I'm sorry. It just wasn't. And I understand probably from a logistical standpoint that, you know, oh, it's, it's probably, you know, it's where Wayne lives, where, you know, all these other acts are from. And, you know, it was probably the easiest. We didn't have to pay, pay for travel. Fam, listen, <laughs> book a different venue. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Like, oh, my God, I can't. Three-six was giving it up, though. Um, for me, I feel like I knew what was going to happen. Um, but you know, three, six and bone thugs both, you know, two of my, uh, favorite all time, uh, hip hop groups. However, uh, you know, bone is, is, is a very specific, you gotta be like in a, in a zone and in a certain type of mood to listen. I can't just listen to bone. I can listen to 3-6 whenever, like on the way to work, <laughs> running, running errands, picking up chicken from the grocery store. It doesn't matter. I can listen to 3-6 anytime. If I'm listening to Bone, you need to ask me what's up. Like, ask me, yo, you going through something? What's happening? You angry? Like, what's what's good? Um, I don't know. I just felt like this was a uh, an awkward matchup. I could, you know, but then again, it's like, who goes up against 3-6? Because their catalog is just too tough, uh, was just too tough, so I didn't even mean to talk about them, but look look at look, look how uh look how the show flows anyways, let's go ahead and get into it, okay, Jesse Smollett found guilty of faking a hate crime. Um, I have some thoughts first of all <laughs> fam um, i when this story first kicked off, this was what twenty nineteen um there were a lot of things that were taking place in the country that were, um, problematic, dangerous. Um, you know, there were some hate crimes that were taking place. Um, and it was, it it was a frightening time. It really was. When this story first kicked off, I'm not even gonna lie. I believed it for a hot second. It was real quick though. Like, (laughs) <laughs> like it was about like I saw the headline. Right. And I was like, you got to be shitting me like you. What? Like you got to be kidding me. Right. And then I text my I text my homeboy, Brian. Love you, Brian. If you hear this. Um, Brian is uh, one of my oldest and dearest friends who happens to be gay. OK, I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends from different backgrounds. Um, and he just so ha- happens to be one of those that is of the LGBTQIA plus community. And Brian called bullshit immediately. <laughs> so, um, so shout out to Brian. He was like, "I ain't rolling. This sounds a little fishy. Let's 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 wait for the facts to surface, right?" And then more facts started coming out, right? <sighs> Chicago, three a.m. Right, three a.m. in Chicago, subway not 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 a subway system, but subway the uh the restaurant fam who the fuck goes to the sub goes to subway at three a m it's never happened <laughs> like is there even a subway open at three a m is there maybe in New York maybe and if you and i would even say if it is open, it's probably one of those where it's like uh delivery only or something like that because they know that, you know, the goons be out at 3 a.m. Those are prime robbery hours, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then it just seemed, you know, it's, it seemed a little too fishy. And I'm like, hold up. So you mean to tell me that you got, you know, a, a noose put around your neck at 3 a.m. by two black guys of all, of all people. And, like, there's no footage at all. <laughs> Like, at all? Um, It's funny because, you know, there were a lot of arguments that were taking place between uh, the black community, well, people of the black community and people of the LGBTQIA plus community. And the funny thing is, is uh, Dave Chappelle brilliantly said that we were supporting them with our silence, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Because we knew that this dude was clearly lying. Like, I mean, the lie was so blatant. It was so, and and the thing about it, you know, I respect a good lie because it takes effort, it takes thought, planning, precision. Um, you get you have to mix in a little bit of the truth with, with 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 you know falsities to make it even seem plausible. A good lie will have evidence attached to it that it would almost make it seem like it could happen, but none of that was present here. And so, um, like any good lawyer would do, they started poking holes in the story okay and and the more they poked the bigger the holes got and then finally they got to the truth and it was like once they got to the truth then you know everything came crashing down and it's like fam he he went to trial knowing that he was lying that's the thing about that's another thing about uh you know a good lie a good lie um fam you you gotta know (laughs) when the jig is up okay when the evidence is stacked against you, um, he should have settled out of court. He should have done some community service. I don't know what he should have done, but he shouldn't have done this. He shouldn't have done this. He shouldn't have taken it all the way to trial because now now it's a whole different story, okay? Um, now, none of what I just said is um, hasn't been said before, but what I will say is this. I'm very disappointed Um it's this is the equivalent of when a person I won't attach gender to uh, or sex to to this, but it's the equivalent of when someone makes a false rape claim. It is the reason why I say that is because um, there are so many people who already look to scrutinize and disprove rape victims and victims of hate crimes whenever, whenever something comes out, like, you know, someone was, uh, sexually assaulted or they were a victim of a hate crime. There are those that will automatically, um, look to, to disprove whatever it is that the alleged victim is saying. Um, and now they are going to have a point of reference for someone who made a false claim. Um, And say and said that, you know, they were a victim of a hate crime. Um, I will say there there's no shortage of hate in this world. Um, And to make a false claim like this is is no is is disgusting to me is. The I mean, I can't even really put into words how disgusted I am because it like there are so many people who are in fear for their lives because they live in a neighbor uh, in an area that is not kind to their specific marginalized community that they just so happen to be a part of. Whether that's you know them being um, gay or a woman or um, you know Muslim or black or, or queer or what have you. There are so many people who are in who go to work in fear, who go to school in fear, who go to the grocery store in fear and hear your bum ass out here making up claims. Like, fam, for what? I'm disgusted. I I really am. Now, as someone who used to represent um uh victims of sexual assault in um in uh command setting, there, there are a few things in this world that uh, pull at my heart heartstrings um, more than a victim of a, a of a sexual assault. If you've ever worked with sexual assault victims, you'll know it's very tra- traumatizing. I myself am I'm also a sexual assault survivor, and when I tell you that, if I, <laughs> the few times that I've encountered someone who made a falsity about sexual assault and made me sick to my fucking stomach because it's like if you went through that you would never lie about it ever if you knew somebody who went through that you would never lie about it and it feels the same thing it feels similar with this with this this jesse smollett case it is beyond disgusting like I, I can't even. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Jussie, you're a piece of shit. I hope that you get I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't, I doubt you you'll see the inside of a jail cell, but I hope you know, I you need to get some counseling. Like because if you thought that shit was okay. Like I don't know what to say. If you really thought that was cool, like you know what I'll do. Like he had to they had to sit up there and concoct this fucking lie. Like, you know what we should do? We should say that um, some Trump supporters, um, you know, put a noose around my neck. Really? (laughs) Really? That's the lie you came up with? Fuck out of here, bro. Um, so anyways, moving right along, spent enough time on this jackass. So, um, (sighs) Callie, just, I don't know what's going on out in LA. Um, but if you have family there, I do, you know, please tell them, keep your head on a swivel. It's it, it's not looking good right now. Um, the uh, the block is hot, if as they would say. Um, there are a lot of robberies taking place, a lot of murders happening. It's reminding me of when when I joined when I joined the Marine Corps, actually, um, you know, there were people dying every day all around me. Um, I, my senior year in high school, I went to three funerals. One of them was a double funeral which if you've ever been to a double funeral, I, I, don't, I don't know what that does to a person. I'm I'm still not like all the way okay from that. But to see two caskets of, of a, a set of brothers, none of which who were, were in a gang or anything like that, but to see two caskets side by side and a whole bunch of high school kids, you know, having to try to process what the fuck just happened, um it, it, what is, ha- what's happening in LA is reminding me of that. And it's very triggering. It's very, um, it's traumatic to say the least. It's, it's alarming. And, you know, some of these new, these new thugs out here, um, and I say thugs, meaning the people who are actually committing the robberies and the murders, not, not, uh, any specific or any general group, um, of people like I'm not talking about um, all, all black people or all Mexicans or all anything. I'm talking about the, the actual criminals who are out here co- committing crime. Um, a lot of them don't um, they don't play by old rules. Like old rules, it used to be like no, no old ladies. you never really he'll, you know, heard about old ladies getting uh, getting messed with too much. You know, no kids getting messed with too much. Not really. Like, you never heard about stuff like that. Mothers with babies and stuff. Like, you never really heard about stuff like this. And sadly, these are the types of crimes that I'm hearing about. I'm hearing about dudes running up on girls who are pushing baby strollers and robbing them. Like, that is um, petrifying to me. Um, I'm hearing about old ladies getting robbed. Um, I'm hearing about uh, people who are outside eating getting robbed. Um, i we, we actually saw that actually on Instagram uh, a couple of times. Um, the rapper that just lost his life, Slim 400, he was in his driveway. He wasn't even outside like that. And they rolled up on him and, you know, ended his life. When the police chief says, yo, tourists, you might want to, you know, rethink your trip because we can't guarantee your safety. That's concerning. Because they know that they've lost control. They know that they have they have no control over the situation. And it says to me that there's no real plan to get it back. Um, that is, oh, I don't even know. Like, I, I don't even know what to say. Um, so with that being said, yo, um, stay safe out there. Keep your head on a swivel. If they got the drop on you, they got the drop. <laughs> like, don't try to be a hero. Don't, you know, don't try to, uh, don't, don't try to think that you, I, I've seen this, this dude out here on, on TikTok and Instagram, you know, peddling these, uh, urban survival tactic videos. Let me tell you something. Don't try that shit unless you are a trained professional. And I mean, someone who trains daily and has muscle memory for shit like that. First instances like that. Don't watch them videos a couple times and just think, "Oh yeah, I got to move down. I'm, I'm good." Listen, you will get your, <laughs> you will end up seeing Jesus a little bit too soon um, fucking around with them videos. I'm telling you right now, if you are someone who's in a situation and somebody has the drop on you, guess what? They got the drop. It's not worth your life. Whatever you got on you, just give it up. I'm sure I'm um, listen I ain't never lost nothing that I couldn't get back. I'm telling you right now, just give it up, <laughs> okay? Um, it's not worth your life, whatever it is that you got on you. So this this got real serious, yo. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to, yo. Okay, we gotta we gotta just get out of that 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 uh, that mindset right there. We 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 gotta go on to the next subject because it's a little too heavy right now. So moving on, Sex in the City is back. Okay, um, well, sort of. <laughs> um, HBO has a new show out called "And What Is It? What Is It? What Is It Called?" I think it's "And This Is It." Or well, hold on, let me look. Let me actually look it up. And I watched it the other day, and it's so so good. Um, it 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 was obviously missing someone, <laughs> um, Samantha. Unfortunately, is you know, n- no longer with this. The show is called, and just like that, okay. An ode to something that uh, Carrie used to say, all the time, and just like that, you know. So, um, I really love the show. I love the direction that it's going. Um, I love that black people are just not are not just in the black in the background. We actually have some like speaking roles and you know, we're not just being used for, you know, sexual gratification in in, in the show. Um, you know, uh, I love that the show has a little bit more weight to it and um, feeling to it. And I don't know if it was just me being nostalgic or if I really, you know, was experiencing these emotions, but I think I, 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 think I was. I laughed. I almost cried. I, I mean, it wasn't just uh, me though that that experienced these very intense emotions. Well, when I was watching the two episodes, uh, my best friend Gina she she called me up. Cry- well, she you know sent me a picture of her crying. My cousin Jesse she sent up her like girl, uh, make sure you have the tissues on deck, <laughs> okay? Because it's gonna it's gonna take you on a ride, and it did. Um, it seems like the show is tackling. Um, these uh topics in a real way that it hadn't before the writing is very good um the acting is superb we definitely uh, even though Samantha isn't there spoiler alert but you know she's not on the show obviously so it's not really a spoiler even though she isn't there they do a very good job of working her into the uh the storyline and making making it seem like even though she's not physically present her character is present in every episode and I think that's dope I mean like of course there's some behind the scenes um you know stuff going on between you know Carrie and um and Kim Cattrall or so Jessica uh Sarah Jessica Parker and uh Kim Cattrall but they They know that Samantha is an is and will forever be an integral part of that show, and they do they've done a very good job of making her still seem present in the show even though she's not physically present. So um, I really do appreciate that. So if you haven't seen the show and you you want to see it and I suggest fast forwarding right now because I will be talking about some stuff that happened in the show. Okay big. John John James Preston. He's no more. He's no more and I I didn't see I I knew when she put them damn blue sho- shoes on it was going to be bad. I didn't know what, what was going to happen, but I knew it was going to be bad. Um uh that that tore me up, y'all. Because it was like they were in a they were in such a great place. It, it felt it felt like they finally got to you know a spot where they were in a groove of marriage right they they were enjoying each other they were cooking together listening to music together planning trips together they finally cultivated this life you know that that might look a little less than traditional from the outside because they don't have kids but they finally got to the place where they wanted to get to all these years especially the place that Carrie wanted to get to all these years and then, and then he has a heart attack and dies in the shower. Like, fam. Um, if anyone wants to know what not to do when encountering a, 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 someone with a heart attack, just watch the fucking show. Because Carrie, I, like, I love, Car- I love Carrie's character, even though she's desperately po- problematic. But girl, like, 911, like, you had your phone in your hand. I'm not saying that they... Could have saved him or anything like that. But, girl, like 911, <laughs> like 911, baby aspirin, like, girl, you live with someone who has a heart condition. How do you not have this plan? Like, fam, listen, it's anybody who's living with somebody who has a heart condition, you need to have a plan, okay? If you have a heart condition, you need to know where the baby aspirin is because it. What baby aspirin does it expands your your arteries and and your um, and your veins and stuff like that, and it allows blood flow to go you know to actually move throughout uh your veins. It might save your life. So with that being said, if you or someone you know suffers from a heart condition, they need to have the baby aspirin on deck and have nine one one on speed dial. Like, I don't understand. Like I, I that part was very frustrating. Um, I love that. We are seeing uh, all the that, that we're seeing all the the women and, and the families move into these different aspects of life and you know they're going to the recitals. Uh, Lily is still perfect. she is still a dream and uh, apparently damn near and like a gifted pianist um, she, she's she's probably gonna be like the next Mozart or something uh, I, and Rose is still an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like legitimately she's she's still a jerk um but we but we love her, we do um it's really it's really interesting, I mean, Steve is still adorable, and now he can't hear, and that's that's somehow funny it's funny, it's fucked up and funny at the same time, but um, you know, we love them anyways, oh gosh, it was just a beautiful, beautiful ode to uh or continuation uh from the show that we that we watched for what 8 9 years Because uh, sex in the city was my judge okay and it was the judge for many of us we watched the show we went to the movies we we did the things and now it's back and it's like oh this is i mean it's gotten even better because it's not just i mean even though sex is not the focus um which it kind of was you know, in the, in the previous show, it's much more real and much more raw. And I definitely, definitely appreciate it. So, um, anyways, that was it for, for shit from the shave room. I can't believe I've been talking for 41 minutes. Good God. Okay. We will be right back after this brief break. Welcome to the value added conversation portion of the show. This is going to be very quick because we have already, I don't, I didn't even know, Like 41 minutes, how did that happen? Wow. So, (laughs) um, the value added conversation today will be on survivor, survivor's guilt. Um, I don't know if any of you, um, suffer from survivor, survivor's guilt out there. Um, I know that I do sometimes, um, let's go ahead and define, um, survivor's guilt. um, So survivor's guilt, also called survivor syndrome, is a mental condition that occurs when a person believes that they have done something wrong by surviving a traumatic or tragic event when others did not, okay? Often feeling of self-guilt. So um, this can, you know, people who survived, uh, you know, tragic uh, circumstances, I I would even say people who made it out the hood can, you know, experience this. I know I do. People who have made it out of, uh, wartime situations. Um, this can also be associated with PTSD. Um, you know, it's a real thing and, um, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. I would just say that, know that if you survived a situation and others didn't, that is not your fault. Okay. Um, you did what you had to do to, transcend your circumstances and to make it out alive and that is nothing to be guilty about i don't care what you had to do to get out of there but you did what you had to do um you know i was telling my best friend um the other day or yesterday that i joined the marine corps out of um out of necessity like i felt like i had to get out of la because there was just so much death happening there was so much death happening there was so much crime, um, and it was like, a, a, it was almost like, yo, if I don't get out of here, I'm either going to end up either dead or in jail, or, you know, it, it's not going to, it's not going to be a good situation. Now, mind you, when I joined, nine eleven had just happened, and so we knew we were going to go to war, we just didn't know where the war was going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was, that was, that was it, like, yeah, no, it's happening like the enemy, like an enemy has made a a move and we're, we're going to have to get the, we're going to have to, you know, get get to tussling. OK, as um you know, the old folks would say, I joined the Marine Corps knowing we were going to go to war because my um direct my immediate circumstances were so trash that I was like, yo, war can't be worse than what I'm experiencing right now. No, I didn't seen dead bodies. I done seen motherfuckers getting jumped in my backyard. I done seen see, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, survive sexual assault at gunpoint, survive being robbed. It's like, fam, listen, yeah, no, I'll I'll yeah, no, I'll join your Marine Corps. <laughs> Period. Like that like that, that simple. That simple. And so now, um, after hearing some of the things that are ch- taking place in California right now. Is kind of bringing up some feelings of survivor's, survivor's guilt. And, um, you know, I just got to get out of it. I have to, you know, get back into counseling and therapy and and really, um, you know, uh, and not just not just for me, but anybody that's out there. If you are dealing with survivor's guilt, you know, get into counseling because, you know, you, you, you want to have um, a counselor that would provide strategies for you on dealing with this. Excuse me, because it's not uncommon what you're experiencing. It's very common, actually. So with that being said, listen, if you are someone who is um, dealing with survivor's guilt, know that you are not alone. You are supported. You are loved. And you did what you had to do to transcend your circumstances. And that's okay. You know, sometimes we... You might, you might've had to do some things that, you know, some people might deem unethical and that's okay too. You might've done some things that some people might even deem to be immoral and that's okay too. But you know what? You're here, you learned from it and you know what? You're a survivor and that's okay. And that's great because not everybody made it. (laughs) But like, let's be real. Like all jokes aside, like no jokes actually, um, not everybody makes it. And so, you know, I tell people I'm grateful for waking up every day because I've I've been there and gotten the news that somebody has it, that somebody didn't, that somebody didn't make it through the night for whatever reason. Um, so with that, you know, when you when you uh, after you've experienced that getting that news so you know um, so many times, it can either make you go one or two ways. You can either become numb to terrible news, or it can make you be eternally grateful. For me, I choose gratitude every day. So um, some people might look at me as, you know, they see this happy-go-lucky person, and they don't understand that, fam, I done gone through some some shit, (laughs) okay? For lack of better words, I've gone through some shit. And so because I've gone through some shit, I am eternally grateful because I know what going through some shit is like. So anyways, that was uh, the value-added conversation. If you want to have a deeper conversation about uh, Survivor's Guild, feel free to email me at anything about pod at gmail.com. All right, and so now we're gonna move on to the You've Got Mail segment. We'll be right back. Remember to submit your questions to anything about pod at gmail.com. That's anything about everything, all one word at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the show. Welcome back. Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So because we have taken a hiatus for damn near six months, ain't no mail. Okay. Ain't no mail. Instead, we are going to have some free unsolicited advice. Okay. My free unsolicited advice is what you allow, you endorse. Okay, so be, be careful what you endorse because you put your name on it. You put your stamp on it, right? So how you allow people to treat you sets a precedence for how they would treat you. I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine, and she was talking about a, 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 a gentleman caller who was trying to come back into her life after you know pulling some some BS. And she said... You know, I'm I'm done. You know, I am not co-signing his behavior. And I was like, oh, a bar. Yes. We are not co-signing the fuckery anymore or the peasantry, okay? If someone does not appreciate you and all of your glory and all of your majesty, then they do not deserve to be around you, boo, and that's just that on that. <laughs> so Listen, remember what you allow you endorse and don't even get to listen. everybody ain't gonna be for you and that's all right. Everybody is not for you and it's all good. But who's for you will treat you how you deserve to be treated and that's just that on that. So with that being said, we'll be right back with the wine about a second. All right. The wine about it segment. Welcome back. Welcome back. Listen, people are so fucking annoying. This, this, oh Lord. Now I know I just gave some unsolicited advice, but you, y'all listening to my show. Okay. So it's different. Okay. So, um, I was at work and you know, random lady, random, random lady, uh, made a comment about my nails. She's like, Oh, at first, you know, it was a backhanded compliment. Which backhanded compliments are just the worst. It's like, yo, know, keep your keep your lie, okay? I don't I don't need it. So she goes, I mean, I like your nails. I just I don't know if I could, you know, have my nails that long now, mind you. I, my nails are not long they're like maybe a quarter of an inch if that like they're not that long to be honest with you now some girls be out here with the whole velociraptor <laughs> like like the whole t-rex front paw like nail like nah my nails are very they're short they're short in, in, in terms of you know what they could be I guess you could say now don't get me wrong I do have a little bit of nail some hang time on mine and they are mine they are my nails um, you know, but I don't have, you know, my nails are not like super long. Let, let me, let's put it this way. I'm not hitting you with the, the Meg Thee Stallion, um, you know, Cardi B, sweetie nail. Like I'm not hitting you with the 12 inch nail. Like I'm not, I'm not doing that. But what I am doing is, you know, I have a little bit of nails, a little bit of extension of my finger. That's it. You know, a little bit of glitter, you know, whatever, not, not too much, you know, just a little bit. And she's going to say, I, I just don't know if I could have my nails that long. And I'm like, girl, nobody asked you. Like, no one asked you. What? These are my nails, boo. You do what you want with your fingertips, okay, with your dishwater hands. You do what you like. Do as you please, boo. But that doesn't mean if you don't have, like, a genuine compliment keep it to yourself because we don't even know each other. We're not in, we're not in community with one another. I don't talk to you on a day to day, you know, whatever. Keep your comments to yourself. Okay. (laughs) Like it, it was just very, very unnecessary. And you know, people are really lucky that I love my job. (laughs) Okay. I swear to God, people are really lucky that I love my job because I probably would have told like, yo, do you just walk around giving out unsolicited comments about people's you know, uh, fashion choices or aesthetic choices or whatever. Like, do you do that? And if you do, you should stop because it's, it's unnecessary and it's rude. Okay. So anyway, so that lady, fuck you. Um, I hope that you find something better to do than comment on people's nails. That's what I hope you do. All right. So with that being said, we are coming to the close of the 24th episode. Of the anything about everything podcast listen I promise I'm never I'm not gonna stay away that long ever again okay I, I promise um, you know your girl just I, I needed a break I needed a break from everything I took a break from school I got a new job you know which I love I love my new job love my co-workers they're dope um, but now I'm ready to be back at it creating Um, I realize that I miss recording, I miss doing the show, I miss commenting on things, I miss getting feedback, um, and I appreciate everybody that reached out and asked about the show. Thank you. Hey a little bit of p-rock taking us into the week for all y'all that reached out to me asking me about when the next pod was gonna be thank you i appreciate you i promise i'm coming back next week i promise Y'all be good to each other, but most more importantly, be good to yourself. Give yourself grace. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We coming this around the tail end of 2021. Crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> Hit us up on IG. Hit us up on uh Gmail. Anything about card at gmail.com. And with that being said, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Anything About Everything pod. We'll be back next Sunday. Peace.